Chapter 34 of Folk Stories from Southern Nigeria, West Africa. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by 079tim. Folk Stories from Southern Nigeria, West Africa by Elphinstone Dayrell. The Slave Girl Who Tried to Kill Her Mistress. A man called Akpan who was a native of Oku, a town in the Ibibio country, admired a girl called Emme very much, who lived at Ibibio, and wished to marry her, as she was the finest girl in her company. It was the custom in those days for the parents to demand such a large amount for their daughters as dowry, that if after they were married they failed to get on with their husbands, as they could not redeem themselves, they were sold as slaves. Akpan paid a very large sum as dowry for Emme, and she was put in a fatting house until the proper time arrived for her to marry. Akpan told the parents that when their daughter was ready, they must send her over to him. This they promised to do. Emme's father was a rich man, and after seven years had elapsed, and it became time for her to go to her husband, he saw a very fine girl, who had also just come out of the fatting house, and whom the parents wished to sell as a slave. Emme's father therefore bored her, and gave her to his daughter as a handmaiden. The next day Emme's little sister, being very anxious to go with her, obtained the consent of her mother, and they started off together, the slave girl carrying a large bundle containing clothes and presents from Emme's father. Akpan's house was on a long day's march from where they lived. When they arrived just outside the town, they came to a spring where the people used to get their drinking water from, but no one was allowed to bathe there. Emme, however, knew nothing about this. They took off their clothes to wash close to the spring, and where there was a deep hole which led to the water Juju's house. The slave girl knew of this Juju, and thought if she could get a mistress to bathe, she would be taken by the Juju, and she would then be able to take her place and marry Akpan. So they went down to bathe, and when they were close to the water, the slave girl pushed her mistress in, and she at once disappeared. The little girl then began to cry, but the slave girl said, if you cry any more, I will kill you at once and throw your body into the hole after your sister. And she told the child that she must never mention what happened to anyone, and particularly not to Akpan, as she was going to represent her sister and marry him, and that if she ever told anyone what she had seen, she would be killed at once. She then made the little sister carry her low to Akpan's house. When they arrived, Akpan was very much disappointed at the slave girl's appearance, as she was not nearly as pretty and as fine as he had expected her to be, but as he had not seen Emme for seven years, he had no suspicion that the girl was not really Emme, for whom he had paid such a large dowry. He then called all his company together to play and feast, and when they arrived they were much astonished and said, is this the fine woman for whom you paid so much dowry, and whom you told us so much about? And Akpan could not answer them. The slave girl was then for some time very cruel to Emme's little sister, and wanted her to die, so that her position would be more secure with her husband. She beat the little girl every day, and always made her carry the largest water pot to the spring. She also made the child place her finger in the fire to use as firewood. 
When the time came for food, the slave girl went to the fire and got a burning piece of wood and burnt the child all over the body with it. When Akpan asked her why she treated the child so badly, she replied that she was a slave that her father had bought for her. When the little girl took the heavy water pot to the river to fill it, there was no one to lift it up for her, so that she could not get it onto her head. She therefore had to remain a long time at the spring, and at last began calling for her sister Emme to come and help her. When Emme heard her little sister crying for her, she begged the water juju to allow her to go and help her. So he told her she might go, but that she must return to him again immediately. When the little girl saw her sister, she did not want to leave her and asked to be allowed to go into the hole with her. She then told Emme how very badly she had been treated by the slave girl, and her elder sister told her to have patience and wait. That a day of vengeance would arrive sooner or later. The little girl went back to Akpan's house with a glad heart, as she had seen her sister. But when she got to the house, the slave girl said, "Why have you been so long getting the water?" And then took another stick from the fire and burnt the little girl again very badly and starved her for the rest of the day. This went on for some time until one day, when the child went to the river for water, after all the people had gone, she cried out for her sister as usual. But she did not come for a long time, as there was a hunter from Akpan's town hidden near, watching the hole. And the water juju told Emme that she must not go. But as the little girl went on crying bitterly, Emme at last persuaded the juju to let her go, promising to return quickly. When she emerged from the water, she looked very beautiful with the rays of the setting sun shining on her glistening body. She helped her little sister with a water pot and then disappeared into the hole again. The hunter was amazed at what he had seen, and when he returned, he told Akpan what a beautiful woman had come out of the water and had helped the little girl with a water pot. He also told Akpan that he was convinced that the girl he had seen at the spring was his proper wife, Emme, and that the water juju must have taken her. Akpan then made up his mind to go and watch and see what happened. So, in the early morning, the hunter came for him, and they both went down to the river and hid in the forest near the waterhole. When Akpan saw Emme come out of the water, he recognized her at once and went home and considered how he should get her out of the power of the water juju. He was advised by some of his friends to go to an old woman who frequently made sacrifices to the water juju and consult her as to what was the best thing to do. When he went to her, she told him to bring her one white slave, one white goat, one piece of white cloth, one white chicken, and a basket of eggs. Then, when the great juju day arrived. She would take them to the water juju and make a sacrifice of them on his behalf. The day after the sacrifice was made, the water juju would return the girl to her, and she would bring her to Akpan. Akpan then bought the slave and took all the other things to the old woman. And when the day of the sacrifice arrived, he went with his friend the hunter and witnessed the old woman make the sacrifice. The slave was bound up and led to the hole. Then the old woman called to the water juju and cut the slave's throat with a sharp knife and pushed him into the hole. She then did the same to the goat and the chicken, and also threw the eggs and the cloth in on top of them. 
After this had been done, they all returned to their homes. The next morning at dawn, the old woman went to the hole and found Emme standing at the side of the spring. So she told her that she was her friend and was going to take her to her husband. She then took Emme back into her own home and hid her in her room and sent word to Akpan to come to her house and to take great care that the slave woman knew nothing about the matter. So Akpan left the house secretly by the back door and arrived at the old woman's house without meeting anybody. When Emme saw Akpan, she asked for her little sister, so he sent his friend, the hunter, for her to the spring, and he met her carrying her water pot to get the morning supply of water for the house, and brought her to the old woman's house with him. When Emme had embraced her sister, she told her to return to the house and do something to annoy the slave woman, and then she was to run as fast as she could back to the old woman's house, where no doubt the slave girl would follow her and would meet them all inside the house and see Emme, who she believed she had killed. The little girl did as she was told, and directly she got into the house, she called out to the slave woman, Do you know that you are a wicked woman? You have treated me very badly. I know you are only my sister's slave, and you will be properly punished. She then ran as hard as she could to the old woman's house. Directly the slave woman heard what the little girl said. She was quite mad with rage, and seized a burning stick from the fire, and ran after the child. But the little one got to the house first and ran inside, the slave woman following close upon her heels with a burning stick in her hand. Then Emme came out and confronted the slave woman, and she at once recognised her mistress, whom she thought she had killed, so she stood quite still. Then they all went back to Akpan's house, and when they arrived there, Akpan asked the slave woman what she meant by pretending that she was Emme, and why she had tried to kill her. But seeing she was found out, the slave woman had nothing to say. Many people were then called to a play to celebrate the recovery of Akpan's wife, and when they had all come, he told them what the slave woman had done. After this, Emme treated the slave girl in the same way as she had treated her little sister. She made her put her fingers in the fire and burnt her with sticks. She also made her beat Fufu with her head in a hollowed-out tree, and after a time she was tied up to a tree and starved to death. Ever since that time when a man marries a girl, he is always present when she comes out of the fatting house and takes her home himself, so that such evil things as happened to Emme and her sister may not occur again. End of chapter 34